We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the Pat Mayo Experience, presented by DraftKings. We are back. NFL 2022 season. Future bets. Best bets. The gold. The silver. The bronze. Remember to smash a like to the episode. Sub to Mayo Media Network on YouTube. And download the Pat Mayo Experience audio podcast. Apple Podcasts. Spotify. Stitcher. Leave a review. A good one. Well, you're up there as well because we got non-stop football action coming at you. You want to get projections for the season? Completely free at runthesims.com. You want the betting and DFS package? All-in-one, runthesims.com slash mayo to get yourself the 10% off. You want to catch all of the other shows? Hit the description. It's easy stuff. All free shows down there on demand at your disposal. And the Pat Mayo Experience DraftKings Week 1 Listeners League is now open. It's filling quickly. Go get your spot. Link is down in the description. We've got that out of the way. It's time to bring the team back in. The most, I, the best new thing that's happened to this show in a very, very long time. Rob Pozzola, Cam Stewart are on the line. Rob from BetStamp.com. And I hear you have a very special project on the horizon, Rob. Yes, I do. Uh, great teaser, Pat. More information coming out in the next couple of weeks. Uh, but very excited to produce a lot more content for the upcoming football season. Uh, and for all other sports as well. So uh, I'll announce, uh, you know, in the coming weeks what that's going to look like. Uh, but thank you for plugging that. Very excited about it. More details to come. Is it just like tier two Argentinian basketball picks? Because I can use some of those. <laughs> you know what? There is there is a niche market for that. These telegram groups that are popping up now with like all these random soccer leagues, second division Dutch football and whatever. It's It's nuts. So essentially, Cam, it's just a bunch of Morenzis out there looking for stuff to bet on at 2 a.m.? Uh, don't, don't just throw him in that boat. I got problems too, Pat. I bet Asian horse racing at night. I was doing golf stuff till like 2 o'clock in the morning, and that's what I do, you know? After you do shows, you're jacked up, flicking around. Oh, there's Australian horse racing. You're right. Oh, New Zealand basketball, whatever. You know, we like to bet. That's the one thing we like to do, Pat. And I'll tell you, already this week for the golf, I think I got uh, – what do we got? 27 bets in, and that's before the tournament's even started. So you, we, we, we like to rock. Let's party! Cam Stewart is back of SportsGrid.com. You can catch him yes. every day for 28 hours live, right? <laughs> well, yeah, you say Morenci works a lot. I'll tell you, man. Whew, I'm beat down. 
Pat, I woke up today. I forgot. I got a chicken thong. So I got a chicken in the oven. What time is it? Nine o'clock in the morning. It's beautiful. So I, I do everything. I want chicken in the oven. I actually fixed my tech stuff too, Pat. Got to be proud of me. I've come a long way, buddy. I used to ask you back in the day, hey, Patrick, can you log on my uh, machine? Like, I, I know, I, hey, when you don't got a tech guy, you got to do it yourself. But Pat, always a pleasure. Pozzola, nice to see you again. I know you hate all the music I listen to, but you guys are good fellas. Did did you ever coordinate with Feinberg on getting out on the golf course? Uh, I tried, but uh, actually I do have some news upcoming, not as good as Pozzola's during the football season because I'm going to be working all weekend on Saturdays and Sundays. And I have some news that I could talk about uh, doing another radio show for another network coming up. I can't really talk about it, kind of like uh, Rob. I'll wait a couple weeks till it's absolutely official. But Fridays I have off, so I'm going to give Guy off a call, and hopefully uh, we can uh, peg it up on Friday because that's my new day off. Six days a week, college football on Saturday, NFL on Sunday. So I told the bosses I can't do seven days a week, so Friday. i, I got to call this guy. Uh, he invites everybody else. It was nice of him to reach out to me, Pat. I thought he was mad at me for something because I used to take his lunch at work, but <laughs> apparently he still loves me, and that's uh, that's good news. What, what do you think, Pizzola? Do you think Jeff has Fridays off? <laughs> Uh, I mean, listen, I got a factory. I feel bad because I'm going to be honest. I'm, th I'm throwing Jeff right under the bus here, but I got the, the Twitter DM a couple days ago asking for my availability over the course of the next few weeks. Cause he'd like to get me out on the course. So, I mean, I think Gioff has some answering to do to Cam Stewart because, um, I mean, I, I just assumed I would have reached out to Cam separately saying, Hey, like what day works for you, Cam. And, and then this would have all blown up in our faces. So I don't know why Cam hasn't gotten the invite yet, but I think I think definitely Gioff has some explaining to do there. <laughs> wow. Cam, Rob, and myself, every Thursday during the football season with the best bets. If people are unfamiliar, Cam had pretty legendary run last year with his yeah. best bets, the gold pick. So I'm not going to lie to you, Cam. It's going to be pretty hard to duplicate that this year. I got to be honest with you, Pat. It must have been luck. Um, <laughs> uh, if I did, and if I did that every year, I'd be living with like J Jeff Feinberg's life. I went, and I don't need a candle factory. I'd be living on a golf course. I'd have money. I'd have time off. I'd di dictate my own schedule. The problem is Pat, I don't think I could duplicate it either, but maybe you guys are my good luck charm. No, last year was absolutely amazing for the gold picks. And hopefully we can bring everybody some winners and pad, pad those bank accounts. So I can actually maybe take a trip out to Halifax, Pat. We can hit the felt, hit the Donair stand, right? Pozzola and, uh, me and you, Pozzoli, you can take me to a metal show. I'll go see one of your one, one of your one of your metal bands. I mean, they're not they're not really going out to Halifax a whole lot. If How I'm being honest. You? How dare you? <laughs> How I mean, dare you rip the East Coast, Pozzola? I I, I I used to work in Halifax, or I used to travel there. I should say every three or four weeks, it was very difficult to see shows. I mean, not a lot of big bands are going out to Halifax. Is all. No, I'm, I'm just saying for us to visit Pat. Uh, sure. In Halifax. I mean, I'll do that, but we're not going to see a metal show as well. Like oh, it's going to oh. be yeah. Okay. We'll saying. visit Pat. You know, we'll 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 stay at you know whatever that hotel was, Royal St George or whatever it was down town there and uh yeah we'll have a good time we'll watch a minor league hockey game what else is there to do yeah, the moose heads. yeah right there we yeah, go I think it's have a couple cold Vis ones. visit the citadel you know there's <laughs> hey uh we we have a professional lacrosse team now so if you're a big nll stan uh we'll get you a box nice. it'll be fine it's super cheap beautiful i would do that as long as we can drink i mean it's i'll, I'll go to anything really amen bazola you said it win or lose hit the booze <laughs> okay gold picks for 
the 2022 NFL season. I've been talking about this one for a while, it's an, and all these lines are going to come from DraftKingsSportsBook.com. I suggest you play at DraftKings. Seems pretty sensible, right? So, under win totals for me. I've talked about this one in the past. It's the one I have the most money on. I Like Pizzola, I'm not super keen on tying up my money for now six months in a futures market when I can try to roll that money over week after week. Not that I do, because I lose all the time anyway. But this one I really <laughs> like. Um, and there's two bets that go, I mean, the one bet and the juice is actually down on it. I grabbed it at plus 150. It's still currently plus 120. If you go under uh Team futures and alternate win totals. I have the Chicago Bears under five and a half wins, plus 120. I also about bet them 12 to one to have the worst record in football. Rob, I think the Bears are absolute trash. And it's funny, I just even just talking to a few of my friends who like kind of ca- like they're football fans and they kind of casually throw it out there that you know they know the players, but they're not like super into it as of yet. I was like, just go look at this roster. And tell me who is good on this roster. And the one guy that one of my friends could come up with was Roquan Smith, and he wants a trade already. So I, I just don't see where. And they, the, the worst part is like their schedule, if you look at it, you can think of this one of two ways. That's why I put in the 12 to 1 bet on the worst record in football because they play the Jets, they play the Texans, they play the Lions, I think they play the Jags as well. Like they can, if they just lose to those four teams, they're going to have the worst record in the league. They have a historically bad type of vibe. Uh, I mean, obviously anything can happen in the NFL, but I completely agree with you. I think this is a team that um, the win total is not low enough. I played some under on them as well as one of the few futures that I played this year just because the number was so off. And I mean, there's nothing in terms of talent. I mean, sure, Justin Fields can make a step forward this year, but he's playing behind arguably the worst offensive line in the entire league. Definitely a really poor one outside of the right tackle, Riley Reef. I don't think they have an above average offensive lineman. Uh, you look at like the receiving core, Darnell Mooney's great, but like as your number one, Byron Pringle as your number two, this is not the type of depth you'd be looking for at the NFL level. And then defensively, uh, Roquan Smith, sure, but Roquan Smith is coming off a, a pretty bad year. He might be like more of a household name, but he didn't play well last season. Uh, Robert Quinn, probably the only other household name on the entire defense. So I completely agree. I think this is a really, really long year for the Bears. I'm scrambling to make a different selection for uh, one of my picks because no, you, I was going to tail you on this one. You can do well, it. You know what? Listen, wait, we, it, we, we had success last year doubling up. It's when we went against yeah, I liked other. it. I liked it too. It was on my short list. I, I literally had seven or eight, and the Bears under was on my list too, Pat, but I'll give you some other ones. I agree. I just think this team – and. You know, I like Justin Fields, but he's going to get killed out there. That's the thing. Rob, you guys are right. The offensive line's brutal. They have no weapons. Uh, it's it's going to be a train wreck for the Bears. Well, let me ask you this, Rob, when, as it pertains to the juice on it. So you can bet the regular win total at 6.5 under, but that's minus 120. Like, I don't think that they win six games when I went through their schedule. I was like, I can see how they get to six. It would take some fortunate breaks, at least in my opinion. So that's why I went with the under five and a half to get the plus 120. Am I a sucker for chasing the value or should I just have laid? I don't know. Well, I got it plus 150, but it's, is the, is it better to bet the nine, the six and a half at minus 190 or the under five and a half at plus 120, I guess. In most cases, like 90% of cases, they're actually the exact same bet. Um, so these are essentially a derivative of one another. So it's just a mathematical model using some sort of distribution. 
that's going to price every single one of these. So it's all a matter of personal preference. So like with the six and a half, you're obviously more likely to win because you have that extra win to, to deal with or that extra loss to deal with, whatever, but you're paying a price to do so. So it doesn't really matter, to be completely honest with you. It's just a matter of your own personal risk threshold. Some people don't want to lay juice, so they'd rather take the underdog price. I completely get that. For me, I, I mean, you could really play, if you wanted to, the Bears under six and a half, alternate total under five and a half, under four and a half, under three and a half. They're really the same bet but you're just increasing your risk because now, um, you know, those likely those outcomes are less likely that, that, as you go on. Guys, that juice isn't even that bad. It's not like you're laying 50 cents over for a dip for, for one win, Pat. I take the six and a half under say by fluke. They have, they, they catch some breaks. You know what I mean? I don't mind laying that kind of juice, right? Pizzola. Like it's one of those situations, a win is a win, right? So I, I'd go with the six and a half Pat personally, that juice, would you say 20 cents? That's fine. I, I, that, that feels low because I mean, I, I've yeah. seen bears like minus 200 under six and a half in yeah. some spots, but uh, honestly, like it, it's okay to lay juice. This, this is like a misconception in sports, right? And it, this is a, a lot of the, you know, I'll use the quotation marks, betting analysts will be like, Oh, never lay this amount of juice or whatever. No, it's all relative. Like if you think that there's a 90% chance the bears are going to go under six and a half this year, you would lay minus 200. No problem. Yes. Like you, you would lay minus 300, no problem. I, I'm not like, it's all relative to what you actually think the probability is. So don't get scared by juice. Obviously you don't want to get in the habit of everything that you bet constantly being a favorite, but don't let it scare you. And um, I mean, if, if Chicago six and a half is uh, under six and a half is minus 120, I think that that's a fantastic bet. Rob, you have a gold selection up next. So, what's the best future bet going into the season? When we start, when we start with bronze and then work our way up to gold. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, you, know. you have to look at the retention on these videos. People are only here for like oh. the first twenty minutes. <laughs> oh, sorry. See, I don't, I don't see the metrics. So continue. But, I, but I apologize. To Cam's point, <laughs> to Cam's point, I think it's valid because when you when Thank you started you, with gold, when you started with gold pad I was thrown off again because I thought we did the opposite last year we didn't we went gold silver bronze but oh. is the retention poor because people tune in for the golds at the beginning and then they say see you later like if we did it the other way around you keep the people wanting more right they they see the bronze they see the silver then they want to see the gold at the end so maybe you get that longer but, engagement but Rob to Pat's point, there was a study done. Goldfish have a, a better attention span than humans now. They're nine nine seconds, and we're like seven or eight. So, to Pat, Pat might be onto something here. No, I'm dead serious too. Uh, I, I, mean, I didn't I, just make this up. It's uh, a study was done. I'm I'm not denying that you're serious. I, I think there's probably a large majority of people who just you know pull up the YouTube and they just skip to certain points to see the picks. I mean, that's yeah, the day yeah. and age we live in. I I don't, but I feel like I do agree with Cam logically speaking you would you know you'd go from worst to first type of thing you know you work no, your way you see, up see see i disagree yeah. as a content producer i've been doing this a while you just put put the goods up front and see if anyone else sticks around that's what people want it's like okay hey, you know you're, you're the you're the man pat like i just do stuff you look at the numbers you're in charge you, you tell us what works i'm just saying i I, and on the mineral scheme, bronze, silver, and then gold. But hey, I just I get it. It's it's Pat's segment. We can we'll yeah. we'll you know we're here. We'll I'll do whatever you want, Pat. But I will say, you said Cam, <laughs> your gold pick, and I was taken aback. I was like, oh, what, like wouldn't what we start with bronze? It kind of I know yes. we did this last year. I get it. I I but if it just felt naturally, we would start with the bronze. That's all I'm saying. So but who's next? Are are you up? 
Yeah, Rob's up. He, 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 Rob okay. is just filibustering because he doesn't have a gold pick, I think. Exactly. I had, I had, it sounds like a stalling technique, Mayo. I did. Anyway. I did have to pivot. Sure, listen, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna pick the same Bears pick because it's fine if we do it in the regular season because there's like what 14, yeah. 15, 16 games. There's about a million bets we can make prior to the season here. I can't even filter through these bets quick enough, so I'm not gonna make the exact same pick as Pat. So I will pivot here. I'm gonna go with the New Orleans Saints over eight and a half wins minus one oh five at DraftKings, which I think is a fantastic price. I think that should be priced way higher, something like minus 135, minus 140. I do think the Saints are an above average team this year, or at least will finish with an above 500 record. Part of that is that I'm not too keen on two other teams in the division, which are Carolina and Atlanta. I also think that there's some, this is just me posturing here, but like something could be going on with Tom Brady and the Bucks right now. He keeps missing, you know, the preseason with a family matter, so on and so forth. Don't know what's going on there. That would just be an added bonus if Brady wasn't playing regular season games against the New Orleans Saints. But I look at the Saints roster and I fall in love with teams that I think have really good offensive lines and really good defensive lines. Now, a lot of people will question the Saints offensive line because they lost their left tackle in the offseason. I still think it's a very good offensive line. I think James Hurst will be fine at left tackle there, but especially the front seven on defense. To me, this is the best defensive front seven in the entire league. And you look at Jameis Winston, yes, he turns the ball over a bunch, but this is going to be his best crop of weapons in a long time with Thomas Landry. Uh, they drafted a, a rookie, Chris Olave, uh, Marcus Callaway. Like, it's a oh, Olave Olave from yeah. Ohio State is going to be awesome. And another thing, Pizzola, Winston's numbers were great before he got hurt. That's another thing that people like, yeah, sure, he'll throw a couple picks, but look at the other meatballs that they have. Trevor Simeon rolling in, Ian Book from Notre Dame. That guy's not even ready for the NFL. So I like that pick with the Saints. And, and look at their division. The Falcons could be the worst team in the National Football nah, League. Nah, nah, about nah, the nah, Bears? Nah, I don't nah, think nah, so. Nah, nah, Bears? Nah, nah. You are, you are, you're sleeping on my guy, Marcus Mariota. I like Marcus Mariota. Actually, I like his props to go over or whatever, but their yep. defense just blows. Come on, Mayo. It's awful. Hey, they their had, defense sucks. You know, you know what? Their defense isn't great, but if you look on the outside and you look at their two corners, tell me a team that has two better starting cornerbacks. Their defensive line is Atlanta? awful. Yeah. Their linebackers blow. They got their secondary. Their safeties suck. Yeah, they have they have okay corners. That's it. They, they have Terrell and, and Hayward. Is their, their other? That's a pretty good tandem. That's You're a, right. That's good. a good tandem. <laughs> I mean, there there is a drop off after that. Like I, I'm trying to. I'm just quickly looking at who I think has the best uh, deep. You know, best DBs in the league. It's tough. I mean, they'd be up there in terms of just top two. Maybe you're right, Pat. Maybe they do have the best top two ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, if they had some pass rush, you know, then all of a sudden that would become more important, I think. Now, when you say Tom Brady, I had heard this differently. You said that he has like a family matters situation. I heard he was just taking a week off to watch family matters because he's a big <laughs> Reginald Vell Johnson fan. Family Matters. Was that Carl Winslow? Was yeah, it's the- Carl Winslow. Yeah. Remember Eddie when he had the gambling problem too? Classics. <laughs> what what do you that's think that's a classic what, what do you think about saints, saints plus 310 to win that division then uh i don't mind it i mean listen I, I i'm generally high on the on the saints relative to market so that probably means that i would like this i i think the saints are a valuable bet in a lot of different manners i didn't want to just make that my gold pick here because 
like, I don't want to make a plus 310. My goal pick is very likely to lose. And then most people at the end of the year are going to come back to me like, oh, you know, you're one and two on your picks and this and that. So that's why I kind of go with like things that are closer to a pick them. But yes, I think there's a little bit of value there. Um, I, I just think that the Saints have what I would call a high floor. Um, I think that they're like, you know, they're not a team that's going to finish with four wins this year. Or it's very unlikely that that's going to happen. I think they're in the mix in most of the games that they play. And if they can just, you know, not get completely destroyed by turnovers, which is obviously all always, a you know, something that could happen with Winston. But if they can play something like a turnover margin of zero this year, then they're a pretty good football team. I think they're a playoff team. Yeah, Cam, remember last year we were just riding the the anti-spreads for the Saints? If they were plus money, yeah. you bet them. If they were favorites, bet against them. And it worked for like 13 <laughs> weeks. <laughs> it, it, it sure did, buddy. No, but I, I am with Pozzola on the Saints. I, I, I think they're kind of people are sleeping on these guys. Their defense is very, very strong. I think Winston is fine. Let's remember, this guy was chucking it all over the lot uh, before. He'll make a couple mistakes, but these other guys that they had in were absolutely brutal, like not even NFL-caliber quarterbacks. So, and I like their young weapons. I think they're going to be fine. I like the Saints as well. Well, who do you like as your gold pick, Cam? I have a lot of gold picks. I have like six, and I rank <laughs> them all the same, but I'll give you one. I like the Philadelphia Eagles over nine and a half wins this year. Uh, I think the Dallas Cowboys, no offense, uh, Rob, my my little cousin, love you, Mikey. I'm great, great wedding. Can't, uh, can't say enough about Wooden Sticks Golf Club. It was fantastic. But nice. I think the Cowboys regress. I think Jerry Jones and that staff, like, they're meatballs. They haven't addressed the offensive line as issues. They have receiver problems. Uh, everything. So I'm going to go with the Eagles. I think Jalen Hurts is going to make some big strides this year. I love their offensive line. Right, Rob, would you say top five or six in the National Football League? I would. I think they have weapons on defense. I like everything that the Eagles are doing. They also, I think they are, they're better. They're going to beat up on the Giants, the Cowboys. I think the Eagles win the division. So obviously I'm going to have to take them at nine and a half. I think they win. We talked about this on our show. One guy said 13. I said, you're that's nuts. But you know what? It's nine and a half. So 10 or 11, I think we can get there. Give me the Philadelphia Eagles. I think they're going to have a great year this year. Watch out for this team. I, I see a lot of the same things you do. I'm curious to get your take on this, Rob, because Cust, Jeff, and I just did our awards prediction show, and part of trying to figure out the awards predictions are what's a narrative that could end up working in your favor that ends up catching at long odds uh, because these aren't really performance-based awards a lot of the time. It's how is the media going to vote on something. So I'm kind of with you, Cam, that I'm not like super sold on the Cowboys, but I don't think they're going to be bad. I think they're going to be – right around Philly. Like, I don't think Philly is going to be great either. So Rob, I, my idea was coach of the year, Ron Rivera, 30 to one. If the commanders can somehow sneak out this division, which I think they're in play for, like if they go 10 and seven, they could win this division potentially that he's already won it twice. People obviously love voting for him. He's a great story. A good Carson Wentz comeback. I, I think that all three of those teams are going to be right around each other. Unless one of them is just like, Oh, I was wrong about that team. They're 14 and three. I think the commanders are going to stink because I think Carson Wentz stinks. I agree with you, Rob. I think Carson Wentz, uh, this is the ginger you should be listened to. I don't appreciate kick a ginger day, but Carson Wentz is horrible. Uh, he's actually so lucky too. Sometimes I'm like, remember that, remember that rain, uh, that rain game versus San Francisco? Like, honest to God, Carson Wentz is, he's skipping in balls. He's going to get murdered out there. Like, I, I actually prefer Heineke mufflers. I think he's a better quarterback than Carson Wentz. People can say you're crazy, Cameron, whatever. Yeah, I'm with you. I think the commanders blow. Is there actually a kick a ginger day? Is that yes, a real sir, thing? Yes. 
Yes, there is. In England? And I think many gingers uh, had enough, and they started saying, you know, you want to kick a ginger? Well, we're going to kick your ass. So I, 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 it is something that happened. And another thing that I hear about redheaded people, oh, gingers have no soul? Where the hell did that come from? I cry at movies with uh, Tom Hanks and the volleyball Wilson. And uh, I watched the Truman Show the other day. I was in tears. What are you talking about no show mm-hmm. or no soul? Come on. N- national National Kick a Ginger Day is November 20th, people are wondering. Oh, well, it's coming up, so I better I better <laughs> leave my domicile that day. Go, go hide. That's the day that Jeff's <laughs> going to invite Cam out for a round of golf. <laughs> yes, <that's, laughs> well played, Pozzola. <laughs> Ro- Rob, <laughs> yes. Ro- Roberto, let's get into silver picks. You got a silver pick for us? I do. I'm actually going to I'm going to stick with the theme that we were just talking about and kind of piggyback on the same division. I do agree with Cam in that I think the Eagles are going to be uh, a solid team this year. To me, I, they actually have the best offensive line in football. My biggest concern with the Eagles is a quarterback, Jalen Hurts. I think sometimes he becomes like a one read guy, tries to scramble. But I think this year, A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, just throw yeah. it up. He'll be fine. Like, I don't think that's an issue. Dallas Goddard is actually an amazing tight end as well. I'm going to stick in the division, though. I'm taking the Giants under seven wins, minus 110. I think the Giants are getting some offseason hype because they have a new head coach, Brian Dayball, who came over from Buffalo, was a good OC there. They think he can just fix Daniel Jones all of a sudden, and the Giants are going to turn into a contender. I do not agree with that. I think Daniel Jones, at this point in his career, he is what he is. He buckles under pressure doesn't actually feel pressure in the pocket, which is a huge problem because they don't have a good offensive line. um, And he just creates way too many turnover-worthy plays. So I don't see a scenario where the Giants are very good this year. Uh, I mean, obviously anything can happen in the NFL, but Kenny Galladay, this guy looks like he's running in cement if you see all the preseason stuff with him. I don't know what happened to this guy, but he completely fell off the face of the earth. Offensive line is average. Saquon Barkley, everyone's talking about how explosive he's been in, in preseason. He hasn't really been good since his rookie year. We know that there's a very high likelihood he's going to get injured at some point. And on top of it, I mean, the Giants' secondary is not very good. Like, aside from Adore Jackson, as was one of their starting corners, every other corner they have is, like, well below average. This is a team, in my opinion, that is going to get picked apart through the air for the majority of the season. It's going to be on Daniel Jones to keep up. I just don't think that Daniel Jones is capable. So when I look at this division overall, just to go back to Cam's pick as well, I'm down on all three teams other than the Eagles. I think the Cowboys, um, like Mike McCarthy, first coach fired, might be worth a look type yes. of thing if they come out of the gate slow. Um, yeah, Washington, yes. Hell, hold on. bad you're, quarterback. You're, you're a Cowboys fan. You know Jerry's not firing a coach midseason and like year three. That's not he, – he had every chance to fire Jason Garrett for like five straight years. He, he, who knows what it. that guy's going to do, Pat? Some <laughs> yes. days he wakes up, you know what I mean? Like who knows? Jerry, Jerry Jones, this guy is like – he could just say enough is enough. Like the guy holds his own press conferences, does whatever the hell he wants. If McCarthy comes out and Dallas loses like bad games, he will get canned. He will but, like like if you if you look at the Dallas receiving core right now, not James Washington got hurt. Uh, Michael Gallup is not going to play to start the season. C.D. Lamb, hopefully he's fine. He just like walked off with an ankle injury yesterday. But aside from C.D. Lamb, they don't have any receivers whatsoever. This is a team that, in my opinion, 
Like you'll see their true potential or their true form as the year goes on. But early in the year, this is a team that I think will probably struggle just because of the receiver injuries. And someone's going to be made the scapegoat. It's probably not going to be the GM or anything like that. Uh, you know how it pressures on in Dallas, like an ugly start. They start 0-3. People are talking about blowing this thing up. I could I could totally see it. So they, I'm going to say this. I'm not going to use this one because I like a lot. But asking Dallas to win 11 games, I think, is ridiculous. I agree. Like, I, 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 like, I know what, Pat, I, I might as well make it like my pick. Like, I, I just yep. I think the Dallas Cowboys are a fraudulent football team. Maybe I'm crazy. Well, is that going to be your silver pick? Is it going to be Dallas yeah, you know Cowboys what? under? It was, but I wish could we add a mineral because I or give at the end. I also like so and so and so and so. Yeah, we'll I... just do extra pay. We don't have to have minerals for everything. They don't all have to be minerals. You could at the end just say these ones just missed out of being picks, right? Yeah, we don't I... need to go through the entire periodic table of elements and come up with ten. You know? Yeah. Can we? Okay. Can we? Can, can we have some quartz picks? Can we have some g- gypsum picks? Yeah, anything. Yes, titanium. Whatever. Whatever you like. Graphite. As a mineral that I always like, because golf clubs are made gra- graphite shafts. Anyway, Pat, after this pick, I have to tend to my chicken. Um, it's it's not smoking yet, but I can smell it's a different aroma in the house, and I wouldn't mind grabbing a quick coffee. Give me the Dallas Cowboys under ten and a half. I, everything Pozzola said. Questions at the receiver position. C.D. Lamb drops too many balls. Their offensive line, uh, not not. It's going to be a big issue. Great defense and all. They have some killers back there, but and also Dak Dak Prescott's injury prone. Rob, you know that. Like I just don't trust this team. I think the Dallas Cowboys nine win team asking them to win eleven games. I think is it's pretty crazy. Like I, I I'm not even sure. I'd actually make a side bet Dallas not to make the playoffs. Pat yeah. at plus money. That's so yeah. You can give me silver picks, titanium, whatever the hell mineral it is. I don't think the Dallas Cowboys win a uh, what was it ten and a half under under agree with everything cam said there by the way i also think i also think the new year i listen you you'd probably (laughs) see the cowboys logo in the back here i'm like a pessimistic cowboys fan i i don't i don't love it this year like they got worse in the offseason they they actually got worse i mean that they did there's no arguing that um they lost you know like they just lost too much the randy gregory thing would really piss me off overall but i think dallas to miss the playoffs is a good bet um typically this is a team that's overvalued because a lot of people do want to bet them they you get a lot of support because they're a popular team but i i i think the eagles like the way that this market is priced dallas is priced ahead of the eagles even in the division futures i think it's way close to way closer to 50 50 i'd say maybe even giving the eagles an edge over the cowboys in the division okay so cam do you need to go tend to your chicken or what yeah, if that's okay with you while we wait. wait. Uh, so are we doing uh, – what have we done? Oh, Braun's coming up next. I'll be back. All right, you come back, and Rob and I will talk about my silver pick as you go tend to your chicken. Take one sec. No, it's, it's fine. You go grab yourself a coffee. Rob and I will just continue the chat live on the show, by the way. So, Rob, I'm going to go with my silver pick here, and it came down to – I wanted to go with a rushing quarterback, and I feel like if you just spammed unders – for the season-long player props, you just come out ahead because guys are inevitably going to get hurt, and then all of a sudden they're, they're, they miss two games are automatically under unless they have some sort of crazy efficiency and outlier season. But one over I really did like because it felt like it was too low based on what I saw a year ago. So I feel like if Trey Lance doesn't get hurt, over 500.5 rushing yards. It's been bet up to minus 150. I don't really care about that. This was a guy who saw 20 carries in a game last season. 
Yeah. So what was that total? What was the exact total? 500 something? 500.5. Yeah. Trey Lance is going to run the ball like 120 times this year is what I think. So I would agree. I think that's a solid bet. I'm not a huge player props guy. Typically, you're right, Pat. You do want to go unders more often than not. I mean, I, I will say that that's changing a little bit in recent years. We are seeing more overs hit just in general across all pro sports. However, that with that said, season-long futures, you do have the risk of injury for every single player, which brings the under in, into play, obviously, and makes it a guarantee in a lot of cases. And on top of that, um, when the odds maker, especially the props odds maker, is going to set these lines, they're typically inflating them towards the overs because naturally people want to bet overs. There's not many people going into their sportsbook accounts at the beginning of the year and saying, oh, I love this guy's under, so on and so forth. They're just mashing overs. So you tend to find more value in the unders. With that said, I do think that this is one of the scenarios where I would see an over. I don't think they're going back to Jimmy G in any capacity unless he, unless Trey Lance gets hurt. That's the like that's your risk here with the rushing quarterbacks, right? It's the same as Lamar Jackson. Every single time you see the guy, you know, run downfield, it's like, come on, slide, go out of bounds. The guy takes 14 million hits across the middle of the field. I, I haven't seen enough of a sample of Lance to know, you know, if he's going to be more cautious or not. But as soon as you said that number to me, I instantaneously thought that that was a low number. Uh, probably see 600 plus rushing yards from him this year. Yeah, I'm looking at our projections at runthesims.com. And again, you can check out all of the player projections for the season, even customize them if you want completely free. Uh, you just have to log in with an email and boom, you're set up for your account for the season long projections only. You know, the DFS and the gambling package for all those tools, the customizable tools, which you can use. That's going to cost you some money. So you just use promo code Mayo, get yourself 10% off and do it now before the season starts because you're going to want to take advantage of that. But the projections are completely free. We got it. I have mine at 674 yards rushing on the ground and that's even i feel like a little bit tempered expectations with a lot of it oh cam has a chicken wow. up now there you go no 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 oh, no no honestly Beautiful. it, it almost cook. looks like that oh yeah i just i just cracked my phone like oh whatever i'm just such an idiot but anyway the chicken's great pat i gotta tell you i used to have an oven and you the door it, hinge you, i i, you, I, you I not held it up with a sherwood but now i got a new oven this thing is great that's what I did with the with the monies from Gulf, the J. Kim monies. Get an oven. Beautiful. You were I, I, hold I on. You were propping your oven up with a hockey stick? Yeah, it had like kind of a hitch in it. So to close it, I used to have the, the hockey stick and like it was something, it was off its hinge. So I had people coming over and pizza, you know, things happen. A lot of, uh, you know, smoke alarms and stuff. Like it's, I used to like, I'm, I'm like, I'm, I can't have an oven with basically a hole in it. What am I going to do? Like one day I'm going to be sitting there and dive carbon monoxide. I'm like, go buy an oven, you cheapskate. And uh, I got a new oven and it's great. And it's uh, it's really nice. About your uh, poison, potentially, if you leave it open, do you have a gas oven or is it an electric oven? Because you don't have to worry about uh, that with an electric oven. Okay, so, sorry, but I'm just saying <laughs> carbon monoxide is still is the silent killer. That That is, just, that I, is like, true. That That is very I, true. I, I wouldn't have gone with a piece of wood to hold the oven open. <laughs> That's my personal... It uh, worked perfectly, Pozzolo. It was actually I'm, people complimenting me on it for, like, coming up with... It was the perfect stick. Like, it was a little Sherwood feather light. Went in there, hooked it up. Perfect. But uh, anyway, enough to, is enough. To, to get I can't the, be living like this for the rest of my life. Well, no, so to get I, got a new oven. I mean, do, are we sure it was a wooden stick or was it your favorite graphite type stick? Oh, graphite. That, that yes. worked. <laughs> yes. Uh, the old, uh, remember those round sticks that we had when you played hockey? They were all the hype for a while. Oh, God, I, 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 growing up, I had the, uh, the Gretzky gold Easton aluminum. 
Uh, those were oh, not good. Yeah. Those were not good. Oh, no. no was it, it was it the one where nice. you actually, like, you just buy the shaft and then you'd have to put the blade on yeah. separately? Yes, and yeah, together? do it in the oven with the glue? Yeah. Yeah, those are why I used to love those, those the, sticks. I mean, I used to work at Sportcheck back in the day. I was pretty much gluing sticks together for half the day. It was... Uh, <laughs> I'm like, this is this has got to be the dumbest thing possible. I if I realized that as like a teenage kid, I think other people should have figured that out no, much quicker. But the thing is, though, those sticks, though, they, they were good. You you did get flex, and that's when people's shots started to go up. Pizzoli, you're right. Like the price of those sticks were out of control, but they were nice. Like if you really teed up a slap shot with one of those beauties and you did the glue properly, you get some nice torque on that thing. Just saying. So, Pat, you like San Francisco wins over with Lance, or you like Lance's rushing prop over? Just the, I was gone. J- just the rushing prop over 500. I like it a lot. It was between that as my silver pick or Kyler Murray under season rushing yards. And you talk about oh. guys that get banged up. As we've seen the past two years, Murray st- starts the season out hot running the ball, and then he gets banged up, and then he just stops running the ball. Yeah, and, and, to your, right. and to your point, Rob, the one reason that I like the Lance over, and I mean – anyone can get hurt in the NFL, but Lance's body type is more like Josh Allen's than it is Lamar's and Kyler Murray's that, you know, he, I don't want him initiating contact, but it feels like he's better prepared unless someone takes his knees out to initiate that contact and take the damage. I also think that just, I think Kyle Shanahan, while I think he makes some very bad decisions in terms of game management as a head coach, he is a very good offensive mind. And I think he's he's the type of guy that puts his players in the best position to succeed. So you think of like Debo Samuel coming out of the backfield and how that like he kind of revolutionized the way that he uses Debo. I think with Trey Lance, you don't just keep him in the pocket and have him throw the ball. Like that's a you don't want him to be Jimmy G standing back there as a statue. You utilize his legs as much as possible. You get him on the run. I do think we're going to see a lot of play action, bootlegs, stuff like that. Where if the play breaks down as well. He's just more apt to use his feet to pick up yardage. So I, I, th- I think that's a good bet. I'm not a huge player props guy. It's not my forte or expertise. But when you, you said the original number, it immediately, it, I felt that it was too low. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. 
bronze picks. Cam, I know you have a million more of these, but nominate one yeah. <laughs> for your bronze pick, and we'll get to the, the leftovers later. Okay, sounds good, Pat. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Tennessee Titans under nine and a half. Uh, I don't believe in this team. Uh, I, I think they've taken some step backwards. Uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of things that people are going to go, you know, that Vrabel, he's a good coach. They're tough, but just the losses of Brown, Tannehill, the situation. I just think this team is ripe for regression. I I, I don't I don't like I don't like the uh, to be honest with you. I think the Tennessee is going to be one of the bigger shocking teams to win. I think they win like seven or eight games. What was it? Nine and a half? Like, are you kidding me? Like that that I don't I I can't see these guys winning ten games. Uh, there's not a like to like. Jaguars are going to be better. Everyone talks about Houston sucking. Maybe they could steal a game. I'm just, I'm not sold on Tennessee. I'd like to get your guys' opinion. I think there's a lot of problems and holes with this team. Well, I I don't know how much paying attention you've done to the extended Mayo Media universe. <laughs> However, I will tell you that Cuss Super Bowl winning pick is the Tennessee Titans. So that's good. Oh, man. I'd like to make Tennessee my gold. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Pat, that was the best last week. Go subtract him. Like, yes, thank you, thank you, thank you. Cuz why can't he just work his powers for good instead of when I have a golfer with a four-shot lead who gags? That's the thing, Pat. We need we need to consult him, and every bet we have, we got to get cussed in there on the opposite. And hey, we can get more than ovens. We can really uh, load up on the appliances if you get my my drift. Oh, yeah, brand, brand new stainless steel kitchen coming for Cam Zoom when he when he <laughs> yes. leverages the Ender Curse. <laughs> yeah, exactly, buddy. Yeah, I don't know. So you guys don't. So you, do you, what do you guys think about the Titans? I'd like, I'd like to get your opinion. I just think they're a team uh, ripe with regression. I, I think that every single year, I think the Titans are going to be terrible, and they're not. So I just stay away. <laughs> okay, fair enough. I mean, now that you add the the cust factor on top of it, I think it's definitely an under. I'm not playing over on the Titans. Let's be real here. Exactly. Like, I think the Colts are very good. I think the Jags are going to be much better than last year yep. within that division. But like everything that the Titans kind of need to go, they need, they drafted Traylon Burks high. They need Traylon Burks to be a big part of that offense. He's not even getting first string reps anymore. They've got base, guys basically been relegated to Good practice call. squad at this point. So the receiving core is now what Robert Woods, uh, Westbrook, Akine. Like this is not a good receiving core if they get nothing out of, of Traylon Burks. On top of that, like, look at the secondary for the Titans. You have Caleb Farley, Roger McCreary, Christian Fulton, Elijah Molden. That's very inexperienced secondary. Now, granted, some of these guys were drafted high, but they haven't amounted to anything just yet. And when you have, like, a, a secondary completely built on inexperience, I don't know. I think that's a, a big problem for them. So I, I, I look at the Titans, and basically they just they reek of mediocrity to me. Like I look at every positional group, I'm like, okay, quarterback, mediocre. You know, offensive line, it's fine. Like it's okay. It the could be better, fine. it could be worse. Yeah. Defensive front seven, ah, it's okay. Like secondary, cornerback stink, very good safeties with Bayard and Hooker. Yep. Like Derrick Henry is probably the, you know, he's the exception to the rule here, but we know that, you know, running backs do not have a, you know, vast let's say like the impact is is not as much as other positional groups. So um, definitely not a team I would ever look at for the over. I'm, I'm just kind of like, they're going to be in the eight and eight to nine win range. I feel like yep. they're high, high floor, low ceiling, very average football team. Thank you. 
We like it. So under nine and a half for Cam at DraftKings Sportsbook on the Tennessee Titans. Rob, bronze pick. Going to go off the board here, Ooh. and I'm going to go Cam Stewart over two and a half Michelin stars this year for the cook of that chicken. <laughs> Looks fantastic, <laughs> but also the effort of getting up at 8.30 in the morning to get started on your chicken cannot be understated. I do like this I, stuff all the time, Pozzola, because I do the night show on Wednesdays with the golf pick. So I always have like either Thursday's my good thing. So I, I'll thaw some steaks or I'll get like a turkey or do all that stuff. Like my Thursday morning cook. And now that I think we're doing this show on Thursdays. So while we do it, if I have like, you know, a three and a half, four hour mission, you start the show low and slow. You put it in the oven and yeah, boom. And then I'm going to have some treats before uh, I start my other gig. Sounds like a winner to me. I agree, but like people don't realize the commitment that you actually are cooking your chicken before you even have your coffee in the morning. Like you're you're, you're cooking, you prioritized getting the chicken in the oven before your coffee when you were doing this show. Which yes. I I mean that's pretty incredible commitment to cook. And I'll give you another gold pick: Perry Perry Spice. My old tenant Portuguese Joe used to tell me about like I love Portuguese chicken. I'm telling you, I went to the halal shop. This stuff is money. It's got heat. It's got this like flavor to it. It's like, it's a great uh, like coating for the chicken, salt, pepper, and the peri peri. Let it go in there low and slow. It'll be a tender bird. Delicious. I, I, other than gambling, I love to cook, Pizzola. That's, uh, you know me. I've worked at the keg. I've worked in kitchens like my whole life. So yeah, that's one thing. If I wasn't doing, like I love cooking. I just don't want to cook for a job. I like to cook on my terms. I feel like you're leaving a lot of money on the table by not getting like, brand ambassador deals with like you promote some sort of different food item on this show i used to be the brand i used to be the brand ambassador for pizzaville but i don't work there anymore and he told me he still wants to do it but you know i got a lot on my my, i i I don't work at am640 anymore so you know what i'm saying i used to i used to do pizzaville commercials rob well i would say like this at least for someone watching or listening to this it's more authentic knowing that you're not getting out any money in your pocket to promote these what what what's the uh what's the what's the sauce you just promoted there no it's just peri peri spice i got oh, the it at, the, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. at the at the namaste the nando's uh, is it the nando's store. nando's one it, i think it might it might be no actually nando's is wicked have you been, there's one in mississauga the portuguese chicken there oh pozola it's off the chain nando's is a great place good call by you another gold selection <laughs> nando's <laughs> okay we're on bronze selections, though, here, because oh, yeah. we're working backwards, like Pat wanted to work backwards. In <laughs> um, I, yes. I, I'm going to go. So the final win total I'm going to take, honestly, I know how hard the schedule is. Everyone's talking about how hard the schedule is. It's brutal. Look at it top to bottom. I get it. I'm still taking the Chiefs over 10 and a half wins, Ooh. minus 120. Ooh. The Chiefs, in my opinion, like we're not going to get this team with Mahomes priced in this range like at any point in our lifetimes, like they're just, everybody always wants to like pick out something about the chiefs. Oh, like the defensive line's not good. They have issues in the set. It doesn't matter. They have one of the best offensive lines in the league with an elite quarterback. Okay. The wide receivers, they lose Tyreek Hill this year. Someone will step up. Like even a guy like Sky Moore, who looks great in preseason will step up. Juju Smith-Schuster might have a great year. Valdez Scantling as a deep threat. You know, they still have an elite tight end as well. Offensively, they are going to put up a ton of points. I trust Mahomes behind a great offensive line to be an 11-win team this year. And honestly, look at the Chiefs under Andy Reid. 
even the Alex Smith days, these guys were winning 11 games, 12 games. Yep. This is just a guy who knows how to get it done. So, yes, tough schedule. Division's way better. They're playing a lot of great teams this year. I don't care. I think the Chiefs are at least an 11-win team. So I'll take over 10.5 minus 120 on KC. Okay. That leads me to my bronze pick. And I don't want to be like, like as Rob said earlier, I don't want to just have losses on my record. I was thinking about Jags plus 750 to win the mm-hmm. AFC South. Uh, I was that big Ron Rivera one. I know CD Lamb got banged up, but I do like him 40 to one as offensive player of the year, just through attrition. Because the Cowboys, have, if their defense isn't all that good, all they have to do is throw. And they only have yeah. Lamb and Dalton Schultz to throw to. All of a sudden, then C.D. Lamb could post like 2,000 yards. Then he wins Offensive Player of the Year if the Cowboys are like 9-8 and eight or something like that. But I'm going to go with what the numbers tell me. And this was the biggest discrepancy I found uh, from my projections at runthesims.com. You can make your own as well and customize things. But Jared Goff at DraftKings Sportsbook, his over-under on passing yards is 3,700 0.5 on the dot 3700 i haven't projected for 4150 so if he doesn't yeah! if he doesn't get hurt he should absolutely obliterate this number and the crazy part is it's plus 105 right now i, I like detroit i so i actually like this bet for the opposite reason because i don't like detroit so i think jared goff's passing yardage is um, like inversely correlated to how Detroit does. Agree. Like I think if Detroit, if Detroit is a good team this year, then Goff passes less. And if there's, if it's similar to last year where they're losing a lot going into the fourth quarter, I think he's going to blow this number out of the water. So personally, when I say I don't like Detroit, I'm talking about relative to market. I think that they're the hot, trendy team this year. Obviously, hard knocks is happening with them. A lot of people like Dan Campbell. Um, you know, that you're seeing all the, the team camaraderie with Aiden Hutchinson, Jamal Williams, as if like this camaraderie doesn't happen with any other team in the league either. So I think that's in people's faces a lot. It's causing them to, you know, really think that Detroit is going to be a sleeper contender this year. I personally don't think so. I still think that they're maybe a year or two away, probably a quarterback away, if I'm being completely honest. But I, I do think that by virtue of the fact that I don't like them, I like your pick. Pat, because I think they're going to be trailing a lot. I think they're going to be throwing a lot in the second half of games. So that number to me, again, we talked about player props naturally being like unders. I don't, I think that this is an overplay on golf. I'm with you. I think that Detroit is marginally better, and they get the Bears twice, which you know, most definitely helps. Right. I, I'm not buying any of this Lions, and Cust is all over the Lions for being great. Oh, no. Sleeper, God, help me. Sleeper division winner, making the playoff bets on the Lions. Like, let's calm down. Well, I'm on Ross St. Brown, offensive player of the year. Like, okay. Hey, I'm going to – you know what, though, guys? I, th- I think they're, the Lions were also – I'm just going to say this. They were hard luck losers in a lot of games. They've had a, they, they a were, lot of they, injuries. No, no. They were not hard luck losers, though. They I, made I it seem like they were hard luck losers. Exactly. They were never in those games. They what were are getting... you talking about? Versus versus Baltimore, Tucker kicked the sixty-three yard sure. damn field goal to beat them. Sure, That's we can find a couple. A lot of a lo- here's the thing. I, I I there are some examples last year where the Lions were legitimate hard luck losers. They were in the game for the majority of the game, ended up losing. However, a lot of people will point to their record in close games last year. They'll be like, oh, the Lions record in close games last year was terrible. They're going to, if even they were average, they would have been a 500 team. Lots of those were not close games. The final score was close. They were down like 21, 28 going into the fourth quarter. I I, I know that. That's true. They were getting the doors blown off them. 
And then they were able to throw their way back in the games late in the game. I, I, I just, listen, I, I think there's a lot of young talent on the Lions. I think at some point they're going to be very good. They have a very good offensive line. They're yes. drafting, you know, they drafted Jeff Okuda, who hasn't panned out, but that was a couple years ago. Still give them time. They draft Hutchinson first overall. But I've not ever seen a team get so much hype that doesn't have a quarterback and doesn't have a good defense. Like they have a below average quarterback, below average defense, and people are talking about them like they're going to dethrone the Packers in the NFC North. I, It's football. Anything hey, can happen. I, 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 I respect I, your guys' opinion. I think Goff, Goff I'm not going to say he's great. I think he's better than people think. Everyone thinks he's trash. There, I think there's worse quarterbacks out there. They're going to have a wicked running game. As you said, Pozzola, they have a wicked offensive line. And some of their defensive young players are going to be better in that division. Hey, how's Green Bay going to work out with uh, some of their young receivers fine. and all the other stuff? The I think winning seven Green, games, they're going to win. Green. They're going to win twelve games like every year yeah. because it doesn't matter because they have Aaron Rodgers. They have Aaron. Put, they have Aaron Rodgers. I'll make you a bet. Green Green Bay winning twelve games this year? Are you kidding me? No way. No way. They're not winning twelve games wait, this year. They'll wait, win let, ten or eleven. Talks. Wait till you let, see. Wait till you see Green Bay's defense. It's going to be top five in the league. Uh, I honestly. Love their their secondary and their linebackers. D line is a big issue, but I could see them being a very good defense. And you they, think they win twelve games? Yeah. I if you want to make a bet, first of all, I'm not going to fleece myself by giving myself a bet that's way worse than market price. But yeah. if we want friendly action here, sure. the win total on Green Bay at DraftKings right now is eleven, and the overs minus one ten, the unders minus one ten. I would be willing to bet you. I take the over on the eleven. You take the under for a friendly wager, which sure. you can settle at the end of the year. We'll do it, Pozzola. A day at Weggs, horse racing, a few beers, and some wins. You know what I mean? Or whatever. We'll cap it at 100, whatever you want. 100 no, no, I'm, I'm good. Whatever. A, a day out with the other guy. They, they get to order what they want. Yeah, and the guy pays the bill. Exactly. I got it. I'm down. Okay. So, so I got I got Green Bay 11. over eleven. You got under eleven. Okay, fair. I, 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 we push. I, we have different we have different opinions of this team. Okay. I, no, I, I still think they're I think they're like 10, 10 win team, but I don't think they're going to win eleven. Well, games. they're, they're going to lose in the first game of the playoffs, but they're going to win twelve or thirteen games along the way. Well, they have. I mean, it's got this weird feeling. Rogers gets hurt this year too. Well, that's just okay. just a vibe. So that, that's a vibe then. But they have five wins, like basically guaranteed in their division. Maybe the Vikings beat them once. I actually like the Vikings to win that division, but I'm crazy. You, you, I think they can. You're like Feinberg every year. Oh, the Vikings, watch out for the Vikings. And it's like they have the yeah, see, yeah, see? Yeah, that's good. I, I like Feinberg. I hope he takes me golfing. I hope <laughs> it's nice. not just uh, ch- chatter. So what, oh, Pat, when, when, when can we do the leftovers? Right now, now yeah. Cam, we, oh, yeah okay. Cam's Thanks. leftover. So, so the chicken you're going to eat tomorrow, these are those picks. Yes, they are. Uh, so let me go here. Other things that I like. Under 10 and a half wins Denver Broncos. You think yep. Russell Wilson's going to change your – look at that division. Good luck, guys. The Raiders are going to be better. Pozzola talked about the Chiefs and Chargers. They're going to murder each other. I don't think Denver wins 11. We also like the under six and a half with the Bears. And here's my other one that I really like that people aren't talking about. I like under 10 and a half with the Rams. I don't believe in – I think this team is in for regression as well. I don't think they win 11 games. I think San Francisco wins that division. And this team, I think actually, I'm going to make a prediction that the Rams win nine games this year. DraftKings, DraftKings actually has a great price on that one. Uh, Rams under 10 and a half is plus 105 so, at DraftKings right now, which is actually a really good price. Um, I, 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 w- I would agree with Cam on the Rams if I didn't hate all the other teams in the division either. 
I, I I do not agree on the Broncos. I think the Broncos are the best challenger to the Chiefs in that division, and I think Russell Wilson wins MVP. Well, wow, I mean, it, it can happen. It, that, he, it, it's 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 the situation where he could do that for sure. Like I I just think that there's so many people in, in trying to figure out like who's going to be the team that beats KC. And it's like uh, no one. Like Chiefs are going to win the division. That's my personal opinion. Like I think there's so much value on the Chiefs to win the division right now because everybody every year talks themselves into like no one likes KC anymore. No, it's like when New England had Brady, right? Yeah. Every single year we talk ourselves in. Okay, this is the year for Buffalo where they're going to dethrone Brady. This is the year for some random team, the Jets or Miami. And granted, it's not the same comparison because these AFC West teams are better than those. But I just feel like we look for reasons of like why the Chiefs will lose. And it's, I, I don't know. I, I, I still think that they're on a lo- another level compared to that. So many things can go wrong for the Chargers. Broncos, huge range of what could happen to them. We don't know if Wilson is cooked. We don't. I mean, I don't think he is, but he could be. And then the Raiders are bad. The, the Raiders, Raiders are bad. Well, here's what I'll say about the, the Raiders. The, the Raiders' upside is their record from last year because they were the luckiest team of all time last year. Yes and no. So my, my opinion on the Raiders is this. Their offensive line is terrible. But if they could figure out a way to just get Carr, the ball out of Carr's hands quickly, they have two very good receivers that can separate. Devontae right. Adams, Hunter Renfro. So if they can just run like a quick passing offense, I think that they can be very good. However, I mean... It, it can go either way with them. I just feel like the Raiders massively overachieved last year. They got that record. It was such a weird year. And they just, you look at the 10 and seven, like, oh my God, it just feels like in that division, their upside is 10 and seven now. So if they have any sort of bad luck, then they're just going the other way. You know what it is though, Pat? Like you're asking that the reason I like Denver under the Raiders are still decent. The chargers are a damn good team. And as Rob said, the chiefs are still kings. So Denver, 11 wins. Like, these guys are going to beat the living crap out of each other. And as a Seahawk fan, I will tell you this about Russell Wilson. Geno Smith came in and covered numbers. I love Russell Wilson. We got a Super Bowl, but the running around stuff, things have changed. I I watch every single play of every single Seahawk game. Rob, I think you alluded to it. I think there's a problem uh, moving forward. Everyone thinks this guy is going to be the savior. I'm not sure. That's all I'm saying is be very careful. He's getting older and older. His decision-making running around, taking a lot of hits. Just saying, 11 wins for Denver to me seems pretty ambitious. I I would just look at it as, I know the Broncos don't have the best O-line in football, but Seattle has objectively one of the worst. One of the worst, yes. And get him away from Pete Carroll. Like, let him run an offense in 2022. And I think you're going to see, as as long as the thumb is fine, which I assume that it is a year later, I think he's going to be great. And he has weapons, real weapons. Just a tough division. Tough division. It's tough. It's tough. Like, I honestly, if I had, I think this is just a good like win total. Personally, if anything, I I would side under because I think it's more likely that they finish with nine wins than eleven. But I I do think that Wilson was like a lot of his lack of productivity with Seattle was just the most horribly run offense. Like, how many they they had that? uh, I'm trying to remember the year. where they lost to Buffalo in Buffalo, a very high scoring game. I don't remember if you guys were calling. I was was, at the game. (laughs) You were at that game. They got murdered. Yes. That was the one. It was like 39 to three or something. That was the the Travis Homer bunch of touchdowns game, wasn't it? It, No, I I was at a couple games. Like every time I went to Buffalo, like I've seen the Seahawks there every time. Rick Meyer was their quarterback. No, 
Me and Marenzi went. It was the. I don't think Rob's talking about the Rick Meyer game. It it was November eighth, twenty twenty. The Bills won forty four to thirty four. This was oh game. that game. Okay. Oh yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Okay. okay. That was the that was got the Seahawks to like six and two. They were they were on this run at the beginning of the year where they were just letting Wilson cook deal. Yeah. They were letting let, him let Russ cook. cook. And they were putting up a ton of points, but their defense was giving up a ton too. Yes. And after this game, Pete Carroll came out and he said, like, no more. We're not doing this anymore. We need to get back to solid fundamental football. It went back to first and second down runs, runs. make Russ com- complete the third and long. And it all went downhill from there for that year. And then the following year, which was last season, where like, if you make turn Russell Wilson into a passing quarterback and you will be successful. And I do think Pat, you're right in that a change of scenery might be exactly what this guy needs because he was so limited by the coaching staff having to do so much on third down is Denver going to utilize him in the right way. I don't know. I mean, Denver does some, you know, they do have Hackett as their head coach. I I, I have no idea. Like I I don't really know what their tendencies are going to be, but it's just like, I, I don't know. I, I I can go. I could go so many ways. I just feel like age. There, there there's so much uncertainty for me with the Broncos team. Okay. Well, that will do it on the NFL preseason best bet. A big thank you to Cam Stewart. A big thank you to Rob Pizzoli. You want to follow me? That's easy. You do it at the PME. You want all the best tools you can get? RunTheSims.com. Code Mayo is going to get you there. The week one DraftKings Listeners League is down in the description. Free to join. No, right? Or not free to join. It's rake-free, $15 to play, three max entry, but there's $75,000 of guaranteed money in the prize pool. It's going to fill very quickly, so please go do that now. Smash a like on the way out, sub to the channel, and the entire football preseason show on-demand list is down in the description as well, so go check out all of the shows. Thank you all for watching. I'm Pat Mayo. I'll see you next time. The headlines remind us daily, the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine, stop noticing, but you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over three million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour three-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com.